good character isn't formed in a week or a month. It is formed little by little, day by day. As the Greek philosopher Heraclitus This is Walking Your Talk, a personal development podcast about leadership, authenticity and courage. I'm Carolyn Taylor, and I've spent my life working with leaders in organizations on how to change their culture. But this is much more personal. If you want to be known as someone who walks your talk at work and beyond, then this podcast is for you. In this episode, I want to start the process of exploring what it takes to reshape the culture of the groups, the teams, the organisations that you may be a part of, and to do that deliberately and permanently as a result of the shared experience we're all going through at the moment with the COVID crisis. So I'd like to start by remembering what creates culture and how it gets built And going back to the definition, which if you're a regular listener to this podcast, you will be familiar with that I like to use, which is that it is the patterns of behavior that are encouraged or discouraged or tolerated by people and systems over time. Now, obviously, the isolation, the lockdown, the social distancing, the fear we've all been through has forced some new patterns of behavior on all of us. And the crisis itself has forced the need for faster decision-making, for more purposeful, focused consideration of things. My colleagues and I have been noticing that there are some new patterns of behaviour that have been emerging of their own accord, and I'm curious to whether you've been finding the same thing. There are four patterns in particular that we've been noticing that we think has got real potential going forward. One of them is that it feels as if we've been through or are living through a democratization of work, of meetings, that everyone somehow seems more equal. Because in the end, we're just a bunch of people sitting around in our living room now, in our kitchens, in our bedrooms, talking with each other. And a lot of the status has gone. When with that, I think the hierarchy has gone. Somehow you feel just like me and I feel just like you. And the balance of conversation has become better. It feels more equally distributed. I think listening has become better. People are speaking up more. It's a more balanced distribution. Second thing that I've noticed, you may have noticed as well, is that Every meeting is more purposeful. The purpose of it is clearer defined at the beginning. There's a precision about time now, beginning and ending of meetings. Um, We seem to be attending fewer meetings where no decisions are being made. And there's more of a drive towards getting an outcome because everybody is on a kind of a relentless drive towards the next meeting. The third one that I've noticed is that it seems like there's more tolerance and more empathy for the personal circumstances that anyone's under. A little bit less concerned about looking good. Um, I'm at home, you're at home, you see a bit more of my personal circumstances and maybe you'll see my kids 
or my pets, or at least hear them, and I'll do the same for yours. So something of my guard has dropped and your guard has dropped. And the fourth one that I've noticed is that there's a singularity of purpose and focus. I for sure am not multitasking as much as I was. I know that you're looking straight at me and you can see my eyes, assuming I've worked out where the camera is, which a lot of people haven't, but I think I have now. And I'm right there with you and you have my attention. And because a lot of the gestures that we normally pick up across the room are being cut out, it seems as if there's just one conversation. The end result is that I trust you more. I'm more willing to be open and honest. So that's been my experience, and, and I'm curious, I'd love to hear what your experience has been and whether you've noticed some different things. Because what I'm now you know, particularly keen about is how might we start anchoring those pieces of that experience that we really like and start using that to build a new culture. Now, I feel an optimist about this. You know, sometimes people ask me, well, are they just the result of the circumstances that we're all in? And are we going to just slip back into old habits when we get back into the work environment, if that work environment ends up being eventually similar to how it was before? Now, I think we can anchor them in, and there's a couple of reasons that give me this optimism. I think one of the things that the jolt of COVID has done is it's disentangled that intense interpersonal codependent habits that we have with each other, with our work colleagues, that had definitely become habitual and which now that we're all isolated, feel that they've been broken and are re reforming. So that I think that the manner in which an individual becomes influenced by the culture is changing. Because when I go to the office, when everybody is in the office, I feel that my identity is really strongly tied up with physically being in that office and the brand of the organization and that whole community. But because we've now all working in different places, that some of that anchoring feels different. The social distancing, having fewer people around us. Somehow my center of gravity has changed. And with that, I think, comes an opportunity to choose to behave the way that I want to behave and I think it's right to behave, rather than just to get sucked into the habit of the patterns of behavior that I see around me and doing the same thing. So I think if we want to start using this as an opportunity to build better workplaces, more productive cultures that produce better outcomes, both for us as individuals, for our teams, and ultimately for our organization. It has to start with me, with you, with each of us as individuals. And how do I, how do you intend to behave to build a new abnormal culture in this new abnormal world? So last week, we talked about what did you miss when you've been locked down and what have you not missed? 
And I think that's an interesting place to start in terms of the question which follows from that, which is, what do I want? What is the behavior that I want to adopt and build every day? For me, I think it's going to be better listening. I've found that Zoom protocol and habits have actually made it easier for me to listen, to really hear somebody out. And I think I can build that into something that I do day to day. I've been practicing it at home as well. And I'm finding that something is changing. Some habit is changing in me. And that's going to be the first contribution that I want to make to building a different culture in the teams and the organization that I'm a part of, is to encourage others to speak more, to listen more, to be less dominant myself. So my exercise for you this week is to think about that. Look at the behavior that you have been adopting in the meetings that you have been having, the interactions you've been having by email, by Zoom, by whatever form it's been with the people in your work community. And think about which habits are you finding that you're building that you actually really rather like. And then, you know, really consider which is the one that I'm going to take forward. Doesn't matter whether I'm working at home, whether I go back to the office, whether my workplace is wherever I want to be in the future. This is my resolution. This is going to be my contribution to building a different culture. So think about what that one is. Practice it perhaps more actively, more, more consciously over the next week or so. And next week, I want to then think about how can we start to talk about what we want in our teams. Because I have noticed that teams have become very task focused. So having the time to actually talk about what are the new habits, what is the new culture that we want to build into our team is a worthy pursuit. And next week, I'll go into more detail on how to do that. So have a good week and let's join together now to build a new abnormal culture in our workplace. Thank you.